When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This is the Sooner Sports Podcast. Your all-access pass to Sooner Sports. The Sooner Sports Podcast is presented by Allstate. Are you in good hands? And by Riverwind Resort. Riverwind Resort, the place to be. Now, here's your host, Chris Plank. All right. Welcome into the Sooner Sports Podcast. My name is Chris Plank, and practice is underway as we count down to OU Houston and the start of the college football season, and we have a ton of audio that we've been able to put together from the post-practice avails on Monday and Tuesday, and as I've been sitting around just kind of going through all of it, I realized, hey, let's let's get rolling. Let's get this on the podcast. So uh, happy Thursday. Maybe those of you that subscribe get it late on a Wednesday night uh, as we put this all together. But uh, we're going to have some defense today. We're going to give you some offense tomorrow and then a special Saturday podcast with Lincoln Riley. Lincoln's going to meet with the media on Friday, get that all put together, probably drop late Friday night, Saturday during the day. And then I'll put together all the offensive stuff, including the perspective of Grant Calcaterra, Charleston Rambo, and CeeDee Lamb on how they've viewed this quarterback battle so far between uh, Jalen Hurts, the freshman Spencer Rattler, and Tanner Mordecai. So we'll have a lot of offense for you tomorrow, but let's start on the defensive side of the football. Heck, let's start with the man who has spent more time with every player on this roster during the offseason than anyone else. As we counted down to the start of camp, Jessica Cootie caught up with strength and conditioning coordinator, I guess the term is director of sports performance, Benny Wiley, to get Benny's perspective on how the summer and offseason went for this team and more importantly, what, what really changed in his preparation in year two? I would say with just having the new defensive staff in, 
that's changed a lot, you know, um, with just kind of who the guys are and what they're doing. And so um, that, that poured into the summer, you know, mm-hmm. just from the spring. And so just to watch guys just mature and grow up and, you know, just handle their business. And, sh- you know, I mean, it's really cool to watch guys like Pat Fields grow up and, you know, just just to see their bodies change. And, I mean, these dudes work their butts off now. I mean, it, it was it was, uh, and you can't say that until you play the games, but probably one of the best summers that I've had. Wow. And so we will know that after we play the games, but for sure, um, as far as the work that they put in. Was there anything specific you guys were doing for the defensive guys and, and the staff that they wanted done this summer or anything like that? Well, just carrying over, um, like, their like terminology, you know, mm-hmm. like straight to the ball, you know, uh, finish, all those kind of things that – actually meant something to the defense we as a strength staff could say that and they knew exactly what we meant and so just to uh, be like an extension of the defensive staff was was cool and they really bought into that what was the goal for I mean how do you for day one you know mm-hmm. what what's kind of your goal as a strength staff so when they step on the field tomorrow this is happening well, I think our goal is to make sure everybody's healthy I mean that's the number one thing is that we need our guys available because we have enough talent here uh, to do pretty well, and so we just got to make sure those guys are um, ready to perform and do what the coaches need them to do, and so that's making sure they're healthy. Uh, these guys are strong. They're fast. Um, they're smart. You know, we did a lot more um, the cognitive work this summer, and so putting in them action game situations, and so, um, like, our number one goal is to make sure they're, they are, they left off, like, from the spring, and they're ready to rock and roll. And you always talk about leadership kind of develops in this. Mm-hmm. Did you see some guys really kind of grow in that area as well? Well, I think it was cool to see them all grow together. Mm-hmm. You know, they're all leading uh, like themselves first. And then I think just watching the group just kind of pull together. There wasn't one guy or, you know, uh, you know, I think last year we had a lot of older guys that kind of, you know, like took that role, you know. But this year everybody's just worried about, you know, just getting better themselves and then kind of pushing like from the inside. So, uh, just watching the leadership as a as a unit, like as offensive unit, you know, as like the defensive unit, special teams unit. So just watching them all kind of push together. Just a different level from these guys. Uh, it, it's, it's, it's been pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, um, so I'll say that. Pretty cool to watch them just go, you know, mm-hmm. and not question, not doubt, just go. So from Coach Wiley, Jess went one-on-one with Alex Grinch, the new defensive coordinator for the Sooners, and kind of – try to get the idea, the perspective, the vision that he had for the early practices and what he wants to see from his defense. Extreme effort, you know, and then the, the big thing for us is if we don't have that day one, then we're wasting time. Then all of a sudden, then, then okay, hopefully we have him day two. So scheme-wise, I think we, 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 we script in a way that allows us to, to get lined up on day one, but which means the effort should be phenomenal, especially on the heels of a summer where you've been working out every day. There, there are no excuses for lack of effort. So that, that's that's number one on the on the big board. Cool. And then you feel good about what you guys accomplished in the spring and in the summer that you're prepared for day one? Well, I, I think so. And I think adding the, the young group, adding those freshmen, you know, it, it, it gives you kind of a, a more realistic sense of where you're at depth-wise. And so excited by that. Excited by the maturity level of those guys coming in. That, that, that helps. But I think we, you know, in 15 practices in the spring, do you make progress? Yes. Is it ever enough? No. Um, and then you take the pads off, and then you, you spend the, the, the remainder of the, uh, uh, you know, the, the month of May and June and July when it's, it's in the weight room. 
um, doing the necessary things from a meeting room standpoint that, that's allowed by the NCAA. But uh, um, so no progress is being made, and then we just got we got to take a major leap here uh, in camp. Cool. And Benny was just talking about how they've taken your terminology. It was important for them to use in the summer. How big is that that the string staff is using kind of your terminology and, and whatnot? Well, it is just that we're singing the same song, um, and I think part of that too is just the the. Um, the comfort level for the guys and understanding that, that the rug's not going to get pulled out from underneath them and, and also it, it eliminates some of the interpretation or the need for interpretation when no kids is, is, is this what the, 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 the um, coaching staff saying, this is what the, the, the um, uh, weight room staff is, is saying, okay, which is most important, which is more important, where, 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 do, where, where does this particular technique fundamental uh, fall in line um, as opposed to something else. So I think, I think that's the biggest thing. They're hearing the same thing. If you subscribe to the podcast, you notice that there's been a few previews that have dropped into your inbox over the last couple of days. Toby Rowland and I sat down and previewed every major position battle for the Sooners and uh, we decided, hey, you know, let's put this out on the podcast platform. So at least in this episode, we'll be able to go a little bit more in depth on some of those battles because uh, just this morning, as we taped this on a Wednesday night, late on a Wednesday night, we dropped the defensive line preview. So uh, we won't hear from any of the defensive linemen tonight, but we will hear about the linebacker battle, which we'll preview coming up. And the newest, well, I guess you could say of the three defensive coaches, one of the newest members of the OU defensive coaching staff is Brian Odom. Now, he played here at Oklahoma. In fact, he was roommates his freshman year with Teddy Lehman. And I asked him about the importance of the history and understanding the history of what that inside linebacker position has meant to the Sooner defenses and kind of how it's become a benchmark for Oklahoma Sooner defenses throughout the history. I think that that's one of the positive things about myself coming back here to Oklahoma because I am familiar with the past here, you know, and we can talk about those things. And, the, you know, I'd like to have a direct line to, to everybody that, you know, that, that is a former player because they've done it here. It's been done here for years and years and years on a consistent level. So just like the players saying, we'd say they'd be a fool not to ask Caleb. I'd be a fool not to, not to consult on those guys as well. You heard Coach mention their consulting Caleb. Caleb Kelly has become almost another inside linebackers coach, almost another defensive coach, uh, according to some so far during camp, because the injury is going to hold him out of fall camp, and we'll see how he's able to progress throughout the season. He looks great. I mean, obviously, just seeing him walking around and taking a lot of pride in what he's seen some of his teammates be able to do so far in practice. So when he talks about Talking to Caleb, that's what he means. Coach Kelly, Caleb Kelly, has really taken to trying to help out this linebacking core in this defense as much as he possibly can. But uh, obviously, he's not going to be out there early. So is Deshaun White going to be that guy that we can earmark to start at that inside backer position next to Kenneth Murray? We asked Coach Odom to give us his perspective on what he thought about Deshaun White so far. No, he's extremely sharp. No, I mean, he's extremely sharp. I've Deshaun, he's he's awesome, man. I'm just telling you, the guy, he he's into it. Um, he's learning more and more and more each and every day. He asks great questions. He's alert in the meeting room. He's answering questions, you know. And and it's um, as 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 we progress through practicing against this offense in particular, uh, this offense in particular, 
prepares you for so many things. So um, all these guys are going to benefit from, from these practices. And then overall, the question is, you know, Kenneth Murray, Big 12 preseason defensive player of the year, but the progression of the linebackers, what has Brian Odom seen? And has he seen the improvement he wants to see in that position and his expectations? I can't speak for anything before, um, but I know that as we, from, from day one when we walked in the job till today, absolutely a thousand percent. You know, I think that those guys across the board, because they're hearing a consistent message from us, it's a direct message. There's not going to be any kind of gray area in what, what our expectation level is. We've got things that we, we have things to accomplish and we want to get them accomplished. And uh, like I said, it, there's, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. This is what we're going to do, and there's no option to not do it. So we mentioned to Sean White, well, let, let's just get right to it. When Caleb Kelly went down in the spring, what changed for the Sooner inside linebacker? Um, not, not really. I know me and Caleb were really going at it there for a while. Yeah. Um, I mean, he knew we were bettering each other every day. Um, yeah. I mean, we both knew it was you know, a competition sort of thing, and I was going at his head every day. He was going at mine. I mean, the progress that we made in spring is incredible, to yeah. be honest. Um, but when he went down, I wouldn't say my mindset changed. Um, I know the whole time that I wanted to keep the same mindset that, um, you know, being the starting wheel linebacker for this team and just producing as much as I can and stepping into a leadership role. And then in that, we were talking about Kenneth Murray. What has that relationship been like between Deshaun White, who many see as the future at the inside linebacker position as just a sophomore? He's got an incredibly bright future ahead of him, but what has Kenneth Murray meant to Deshaun White? Yeah, um, when I got here last year, Kenneth was actually the guy that um, him and Kish were just really hard on me for some reason, you know, and I, <laughs> I never realized why, but um, I think that I guess they saw, you know, what I had in me. Um, he pushed me hard every single day. Um, it was one of those things, you know, he really took me under his wing, him and Caleb. And, you know, those were the guys that I looked up to that I watched, you know, do a lot of things. And, you know, um, you know, I really wanted to strive to be better than those guys, and I still am. So, you know, hats off to him. You know, that's like my big brother. White, by the way, is bulked up. He's up to 224 for the North Richland Hills, Texas product, six foot. Uh, he's going to play a major role. Probably, I mean, if you were – uh, someone who wants to get into depth chart talk, probably going to be the guy that's listed at that other inside linebacker position next to Kenneth Murray, you would assume at this point. Though, as you heard from Brian Odom, uh, nothing is, is set right now as far as that inside backer position is concerned. All right, let's shift to the back end. The newest cornerbacks coach is Roy Manning, and we had a chance to catch up with Coach earlier this week and asked him where he is focusing on trying to improve his cornerbacks. What's the one area he has really been pigeonholed drilling down with his guys? Yeah, it's definitely a technique first, uh, you know, at the cornerback position. Uh, those guys live and die with technique all the way. I mean, on any play, those guys get beat or, you know, any big plays, things of that nature, even the smallest play. You go back on that film, I'm sure you go see a breakdown of technique. And you got to be willing to understand that those guys on offense, they're going to make catches, they're going to make plays too. But uh, you got a way better chance of uh, being successful on a play when you use great technique, particularly when it gets hot, when you get tired. That's your only uh, <laughs> ace in the hole, man. You got to fall back on that technique. So that has definitely been the number one uh, focus. I'm telling you what, the energy of Roy Manning is contagious. This guy is going to be 
uh, fantastic for these young Sooners. And also, I think he's going to be a fun guy to keep an eye on on the sidelines on game day. Meanwhile, unfortunately for our next cut, it was a guy that found himself on the sidelines late last season and five-star prospect Brendan Radley-Hiles, who had started every single game in which he was healthy until the final three or four of the season. But the Inglewood, California product, didn't lower his head. He didn't get too down. He bowed up. He focused and really worked on improving himself this offseason. Uh, just my feet, man. Just, just, just my feet work. You know, that was something that I always had a had an advantage on guys on when I was in high school. You know, enough not to, not to think that you know backtracking or of any sort like that. No, but just my feet work is just so clean. You know, and I felt as if the speed of the game sped up a little bit on me freshman year. You know, but now I got it. I'm down pack and I'm ready to speed my feet up. I worked on that this offseason. I got a lot stronger. Benny kept me in there mentally and physically as well. You know, he was on me hard this year. He made sure I was a leader in that weight room, you know, and just 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 locking in and just focusing on just the little things, man. Just focusing on, you know, just my my eating habits, focusing on my sleep schedule. Just just a lot of things that I didn't know last year that, you know, guys like Curtis Bolden, you know, and all the older guys like Drew Smith, yeah, they taught me it when they were, you know, when they were here, and now they're not. So I just, I got to learn from, you know, my freshman year, and now I get to teach, you know, the guys behind me. I think Buki's going to be a key part of this defense this year. I'm, I'm excited for his future. I think he's going to add a lot. It, there were more moments I found myself watching a lot of games from last year. Maybe it was that that football void, but I, I, I think that the West Virginia game maybe cast a little bit of a negative light on some of the really good things he had done throughout the season. So uh, a new secondary coach, you know, Alex Grinch taking care of the safety, some new energy back there with Roy Manning at the cornerback position. So uh, we'll kind of see where Buki fits in this year, but I think he has the potential to have a really good season. And speaking of guys who need to have a good season, how about Robert Barnes? They hear the negativity, they hear it, and it motivates them. What we always say is you can't look at the good, you can't look at the bad. Um, I mean, of course, we hear it. Um, I mean, it's, it's everywhere. You, you really can't miss it, but um, I think what, what I've appreciated with these guys is uh, we just focus on each other. I mean, we're all we got. And um, I mean, like I said, we don't look at the good. We don't look at the bad. We just keep moving and keep getting better every day. And one thing for Robert Barnes, who is finally back healthy, that depth, you know, that depth has to help out a lot now. You look around in that secondary with the freshmen who have come in and there's more bodies there, which obviously helps out some of the older guys. Can't believe I'm saying that about Robert Barnes, but some of the older guys now like Robert Barnes. I mean, I, every day I look out there and it's crazy because freshman year we came in and there was probably eight DBs that were um, DBs, corners and safeties and nickels that were all competing. Um, so, I mean, for this camp, there's a lot more DBs, but I mean, I'm going to keep saying it. I mean, there's always this competition every year. And so, I mean, if, if you don't wake up every day focusing on what you can focus on, focus on and gun for that to, to be that top guy, then I don't know what you're doing out here. So. so there is a quick look from the defensive side of the football. Thanks for joining us for this edition of the Sooner Sports Podcast. Coming up tomorrow, we'll shift our focus to the offense. We'll kind of get some different perspectives on this three-person quarterback battle that's taking place. We'll go in-depth with Nick Basquin, and you'll hear from Kale Gundy. In the meantime, thanks for hanging out with us. We appreciate it. We know there's a lot of options in the podcast world, but as always, we will be bringing you daily content during the football season. Subscribe by going to Soonersports.tv slash podcast or if you subscribe through iTunes, if you use Apple Podcasts like I do, simply search for Sooner 
Football Sooner Radio Network, and it's the logo that says powered by Learfield IMG College. Everyone have a great start to your weekend, I hope, and we'll be back tomorrow with some offensive talk right here on the Sooner Sports Podcast. Until then, Boomer Sooner, everybody. This has been the Sooner Sports Podcast. Make sure to get all the latest episodes online right now at Soonersports.tv slash podcast. And make sure to follow us on Twitter at OU on the air. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on the driver who treats the highway like a racetrack and the shoulder like a passing lane. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California, subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.